Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. We are the vibe of Thrive. And as my guest reminded me um, earlier, actually a few minutes ago, uh, it's not about the new age. It's about the now age. It's about taking a look at our lives and knowing that you have everything right smack dab right inside of you to do the kinds of things you want to do. I'm joined by my main man right here today. Mr. Washington State himself. Oh, what's up? But, you know, we won't focus on that, per se. Today's a special day for most. It's Cinco de Mayo. It's Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, so happy Cinco de Mayo to everybody. And that's really May 5th. Yes. That's what that means. So we're not going to date this show in particular at all. <laughs> we just I, edit, 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 It edit. happens, it happens, it happens. <laughs> we'll have to go in. I'll have to remember. Now, when exactly did we say that? Oh, four minutes and 20 seconds. It's right around the hat dance song. Get your hat out. Okay, where is my hat? You don't need one. I was listening to I, I was listening to a radio station this morning coming in. It wasn't my usual station. I usually listen to the ladies' room. Oh yeah, ninety two point it would five. Yeah, ninety two point five. Ninety two point five. Our sister station. Um, but I, somebody must have changed like the station. Oh. And I had the this other station on, and they were talking about the human panada. The human, the human pinata. Yeah, no pinata. Oh, pinata. That's why I'm saying it. What's a pinata? Yeah, exactly. Don't I'm like, dare. okay, what are we talking about? Um, and you know, I thought it was must have been great when I was in my twenties to like be sitting there thinking about a human pinata. A human pinata. What is a pinata? <laughs> pinata is what they're talking oh, okay. about. And, I I, and it was then a they went for on else. to explain it, and I thought, now I know why I don't remember my twenties. It just is so <laughs> yesterday. It is so yesterday, and that's because I was probably unconscious. Hey, we can most revive that, Doctor Pat. We can bring in our tequila shots. Oh, very good. That'll be good. That'll help. That was the twenties, right? Twenties. You know, I, let me think if twenties were tequila. Mm, tequila. Twenties tequila. I think twenties were tequila. There you go. I'll yeah, see why it wouldn't 30s, be. 30s was... The Jack. 30s, it's got to be the Jack. I think 30s might have been the Jack. Early 30s were the Cause Jack. Because it's, it's still representing the 20s, and yet... Oh, now, little, we're going to take the hour, by the way, to right. go over Dr. Pat's <laughs> young young drinking habits. No, no, we're just... It's a little reflection. I guess it's, you know... The, now everybody knows why I do not <laughs> drink anymore. Not a drop. That's good. Uh, and actually stopped drinking in uh, 1990. Cool. Yeah. I figured that was a real we're, pivotal point so for me. So we're having our 20th anniversary coming up. Yes, we are. Very cool. That's it, 1990. Uh, and, you know, we, if Benny and I were to go on and, and actually talk about my <laughs> drinking history, we would have to have my best friend Linda on the show. Ooh. I don't know if she would tell, but <clears throat> we're she not going to go there. But honestly, there was a year in there where it wasn't JD. You know, I think I don't think I was ever really a big tequila drinker. Oh, okay. So I think that's part of it. So I think I just went right to JD. Right. And then moved my way through Boodles. Then what's moved, Boodles? It's a gin. Oh. Then moved my way to uh, 
I can't even remember the name. Those must have been some long How nights. How do you say it? Those are some long nights. Uh, it's a Russian uh, vodka. Uh, Shmirnov? No, it's the other one. Uh, Monopolova? No, it's the other one. Okay, uh, leave it to me. That's how that's how long ago drinking was for I me. Rip- <laughs> uh, I want to say something like Stevich and I. Maybe I should get my guest on. There's a ton. <laughs> There's a ton of them. I'm not saying that my guests would know about this because I don't want to do this. But happy day to everybody out there. It doesn't matter what day it is. The question is, are you living life full out? What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? My guest joining me today, we got a couple of hot ones. We got some hotties in the house today. Don't you think? Besides other than you and I. Hotties. You and me, I rather. like that. Hotties. We got some hotties in the house today. <laughs> and joining me here today, and what I mean by a hottie is certainly someone that is on a mission, has a passion, is really heating up the universe, the vibration, by taking a message out there that's about thriving. And so my guest today, uh, Christine, uh, and I got this right, um, Arilo. Arilo. Yep. Yep. Is joining me here today. Christine has put out a fabulous book. I can't wait to talk about it. It's called Choosing Me Before We. Every Woman's Guide to Live and uh, to Life and Love. Choosing Me Before We. I have so much crust around this. I can't even get the title of the book out. <laughs> and so that's why we need to have her on the show joining me here today. And I want to tell you a little bit about uh, about Christine because, you know, I love when people write books like this. I love when they come out and they talk about certain things out there that all of us want to know about. It makes you kind of think about, wow, what has their journey been like? And so Christine's joining us here today as an author and a speaker. Uh, and she... <laughs> <laughs> she does incredible workshops called Girl Talk, uh, Taking It Deeper. And she travels the country to do that. As a matter of fact, I believe she told us she's going to be up in the Portland area. And so in 2008, she launched Madly in Love with Me. I love this. An international movement to inspire, challenge, and guide women and girls to be, love, and live their most real and wise, wise selves. And so she's joining us here today because she's got another book out, Choosing Me Before We. Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's great to have you here. I, did you want to guess the uh, vodka that I was referring to? <laughs> I just remember Polish vodka from my trip to Poland. So Ooh, that sounds like a good vodka. trip. That sounds yeah. like a good trip. I, I have to really, you know, it's so yesterday. I can look that up for you, Pat. You I'm, could? I'm okay, on it. Very good. Uh, I, and, you know, there's some parts of my past I absolutely do not want to talk about. And remember, because they're so yesterday. State champion at table, table tennis. tennis. That's right. Go online, folks. Pictures <laughs> are listed. <laughs> oh, they're hot. Pat, you were smoking. Oh, uh, so you know, uh, you know your com- uh, your conversation with me, Christine, is so timely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Choosing me before we. Um, you know, this book is focused on women, and I guess my question is: Do you think women need to hear the message more than men? <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there real quick. I think in some ways we do need to hear it more than men because we're still living by a lot of fairy tales and the societal things that happen, frankly, from the time that we're in the bassinet, I think. Um, but I think, you know, there are also a lot of things here that are, that are true for men. I mean, you have to love yourself. You have to know yourself. You have to say, I'm not going to settle for less than I really want just to get married. And those are things that I think go across gender. And so, you know, when I'm looking at... You know, the many, many things in our lives that we have out there. Uh, have we kind of been conditioned to choose 
uh, we before me in general. You know what I'm saying? Because it seems so natural. Well, especially for women. I mean, I, I joke that it's in our DNA, like a good set of China. Our grandmothers and mothers passed it down to us that we have to give and give and give and give and give until there's nothing left. And that somehow there's some great honor in, you know, putting yourself last. And I think we're at a time in the world where we have to say, you know, that's just that, that's not true. And we need to love ourselves and give to ourselves and put ourselves first so that we can give and love other people. Well, Christina Rilo is joining us here today. We're actually going to give away three copies of this book for just in case there are some of you out there. You know, I, I'm not speaking to all of you, but just in case there are a few of you out there that don't really know how to choose me before we, we've got three copies of the book to give out. One of the first things you start to talk about, Christine, is you talk about knowing me. Mm-hmm. And you ask the question, who is this woman called me? And since I read your book, I have so been contemplating that question. And I'm thinking to myself, why is this so hard? Well, you know, it's not a question that we ask ourselves very often, is it? I mean, I, I think don't know. We, just, we just keep, we, I, we live in what I call the escalator to death. Where we're like living this American dream of, you know, you go to school, you graduate, you get a job, you, you get married, you have kids, you get a house, you work, you retire, and you die. Well, no, you first lose your job, then go back to school. Then. Well, yeah, in today's economy, <laughs> that's true, isn't it? <laughs> so the escalator to death is a little wonky these days. But it's true, I think, you know, so many of us, and I didn't, I didn't question, I just kept doing the next thing. Oh, I got a job, well, now I go get my MBA, well, then I get a bigger job, and then I get a bigger house. And so we never really, I think a lot of us don't stop and say, is this the life that I really want to have? Well, we don't. What made you stop? I mean, what challenge hit you smack dab in in between the eyes to make you stop and say, oops, I don't think I'm doing this exactly the way I planned. Yeah, it hit me smack dab in the eyes, ran me over, backed up and ran me over again. (laughs) And unfortunately, it was really painful. I mean, it was, I was 30 years old, I was getting my MBA, I had the big house, I had the big ring, I I had the man, and on the way to our engagement party, my boyfriend of 15 years pulled over the car, looked at me and said, I don't love you, I don't want to marry you, and oh, by the way, I've been cheating on you for the last six months. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What do you do with that? And you know, and and then how brilliant of him. He's got you in the car and you can't get out. Yeah. Probably in the middle of somewhere. That's probably the trip. That's where the trip to Poland came in, right? It was actually about three months after that. There you go. I told you. You knew. You knew. Well, you know, I wish I could tell you that I punched his lights out and I was like, I don't need you. I'm an independent woman, you know. But I didn't. I actually had looked at him because I was a woman on a mission to marry this man. And I mm. said, you know what, we'll fix this later. And I believe that we would. And we went to the party and I pretended like everything was fine. Oh, wow. How did you do that, Christine? Well, I had been pretending for 15 years, so I had lots of practice. <laughs> well, I, I got to tell you, you need to get one of our crust-busting awards because, <laughs> it, you know, that is pretty good. Uh, you know, and then you, you know, then you have to look at your life and you have to pick yourself up and say, where the heck do I go from here? Well, that's exactly what happened. I mean, actually, for two weeks, I was still firmly embraced by the crust. I had a crusty straight jacket on, I think. And I begged this guy to take me back because I believed that even though I was super successful in my career, that I somehow needed his love in order to survive. And two weeks later, I went and talked to a very wise woman, an astrologist, which was kind of fun, you know, 
a big thing because I was living in Chicago at the time, and we didn't we didn't go see astrologists for no. advice. No, then, I I actually think don't they put astrologists in jail in Chicago? Oh, maybe they changed the law or the loony bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this woman was so wise. She said, "She said, look, you can chase this guy around for the next four years, and he'll make your life miserable, or you can leave, and your life will open up into possibilities you could never imagine. So mm-hmm. I went home. I packed up my bags. My girlfriend shared half a bed, half her closet in a studio apartment with me. And that first night, I remember thinking to myself, oh, my God, I have been settling for, a, for 14 years and six months. Wow. 14 and, years, six months, two days, and three hours. Or exactly. <laughs> and I, and I, made a prom- I made a vow to myself, and it's one of the vows in the book. And the vow was, I will never again settle for less than my heart and soul desire, ever. And it's eight years later, and I haven't. Wow. And that's what I want for all people, men, women, you know, dogs, cats, whatever, not to settle for less than we want because we don't have to. Yeah. Wow. This is really a great conversation. I'm so glad. I so needed to hear this conversation today. Christine Arilo joining us here today, choosing me before we. We're going to give copies of the book away. 1-800-930-2819. Do any of you have a question? Are you having difficulty choosing me before we? Give us a call on our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, I'm Bettina Carey, founder of Women in Small Biz shows and events. And I may be only four feet nine and a half, but what I do is big. Dream big, break through, and connect with powerful women just like you. Jump into action and gain a powerful new attitude in business, leadership, and life. Join us at the second annual Women's Empowerment Summit, where women of real power unite. June 12th and 13th at the W Seattle Hotel. Register today at womensempowermentsummit.com. Sponsored by Money Tree. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, Office Max, and other local stores. Visit PerfgoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F, GoGreen.com. So, Susan, how's your diet going? It's going great. I had noodles for dinner last night. Noodles? Come on, that can't be on your diet. Well, I eat Miracle Noodles. They're the secret calorie-free noodles that Japanese women have eaten for years to stay thin. Hmm, how is that possible? They're made only from soluble fiber. That's it. Guilt-free noodles, Eva. Well, I'm sold. Where do you get them? Well, it's my little secret. But okay, you can get them at MiracleNoodle.com. New Spirit Journal helps readers create abundance in all areas of their lives. Their articles don't just talk about theories that sound nice. They give you practical information you can use to turn those theories into practice. Available at over 500 locations in Washington and Idaho. New Spirit Journal is more than just a newspaper. It's your guide to the life you want to live. New Spirit Journal can also be read online at NewSpiritJournal.com. You're listening to the refreshingly different Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. On this night we've been falling in love. I looked 
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us, please sign up for our newsletter. We've got some really cool things that we're getting ready to do for everybody out there. And to do that, you just go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com, or you could go to drpatlive.com, or you could go to drpatradio.com. It'll all get you back to the same place. Sign up for a newsletter if you haven't done that already, because we've got some announcements that we're making, which are going to involve you. And uh, joining me here today is Christine Arilo. She's joining me here today because she knows at the very core of who she is that she had to start choosing me before we. The name of her new book is uh, Choosing Me Before We, Every Woman's Guide to Life and Love. If I hold this up there, will the camera see it, Benny? You know, you well, think? yep, absolutely. It, does it look, is that Yeah, you want me to set it up here for you? Yeah, okay, thank you. So Benny's going to put pop it up there real quick. There we go. And, uh, and so, you know, I wanted to ask you, Christine, where do we start the conversation? I know that you and I were talking about, you know, situations in your life, and certainly I've had it for you of those. As a matter of fact, yep, I have. And, and, you know, and we hear, oh, my God. Christine, have you, how many times have you heard this? You ready? Mm-hmm, I'm ready. Oh, my God, Christine, you have to love yourself. <laughs> you have to love yourself. And I, I know when people have said that to me, like, you know, maybe in therapy or some other things, if you have to love oh, yourself. Oh, yeah, baby. You, have to love you gotta yourself. love it, baby. I'm like, I'm gonna smack you. <laughs> I, it feels very Kleenexy in therapy, like, doesn't it? Like, it's just like a little slimy. <laughs> and yet I know, I know that it's true. I know it's true. And at that moment, though, right, when you're sort of in the middle of your stuff, yeah. your crust, it's hard to find the love. You know, I want I want that song, Where is the Love? Maybe Benny can play that. Or maybe the other song is It's Too Late to Apologize. The point is that we have to find the essence of this. Where do we start? Well, I think part of it is you have to, I've often start where I'm not loving myself because you're oh. right. It's like... Loving yourself is kind of like, what does that mean? Great, now what do I do with it? And so I started looking at, well, where don't I love myself? One place was relationships. If I'm in a relationship and I let somebody treat me with disrespect, my ex-person, verbally abusive, emotionally abusive, why, that's, that's not loving myself because I'm not, I'm not demanding that the people in my life, my relationships, actually love me as much as I think I deserve to be loved. Mm. So that's, that's one place. And, then, and, you know, eight years later, I've fixed that. I'm good. Every relationship in my life has, has love in it. But there's still more. And that's the thing about loving yourself, Dr. Pat. It's hard, and it takes, it's something you have to do every day. And so the other place I think women don't really love themselves, and I think men do this too, is that we're really hard on ourselves. We don't see all the great things that we have done and all the great things that we are. We, we think, oh, well, I haven't done that yet. I should be here right now. I should have already accomplished X, Y, and Z. And we see all the places where we fall down. And then, you know, we beat ourselves up with these ridiculously large yardsticks and say, you should be better. You should do more. And, when, and that's self-love dumpster behavior. Well, you know, and part of this is really these conversations that have to do with self-confidence in a lot of ways. And, and, and you know, you know, what I, you know who I love? Who do you love? I, I, other pe- than yourself. Other than myself. <laughs> but do you know who I really get a charge over? People are going to die when they hear this, I think. Do you know who? No, tell me. I'm dying pink. to know. I love pink. pink. Uh-huh. I love her. Why do I love her? 
And I think it's okay to love her because I think, you know, maybe she's bisexual or not, but I don't know. But the point, she doesn't know. The point is, I love her because she has such self-confidence in a quirky kind of way. And, you know, and, and I think this is just, I'm not saying everybody out there has to love pink, but I've watched her progression. I've watched her sort of grow from, and I believe she was, uh, I think she won an Oscar. I think they all did for Moulin Rouge and, uh, and, and Grammy winner. And, and I've watched her and I've watched kind of the way she addresses some of the digs. I mean, the latest, of course, for those of you that don't know, is the latest has to do with people. I don't even know how to describe the conversation about whether she is or isn't bisexual. But the point is, she'll probably do a video about it. <laughs> you know, and I, and I don't know. I mean, do we look at her who went through a relationship, broke up, now I think she's back. I mean, where do we find the role models? How easy is it for us to look, you know, to look within? Well, and I think what you're talking about with qualities that you're saying about pink, it goes beyond self-confidence because you could have a lot of self-confidence and still not love yourself. Mm. That's how I ended up with, you know, the best MBA school in the country and in this really bad relationship. And I think the difference is, is that knowing who you are and not apologizing for it. So when I hear you talk about pink, that's what I hear you talking about. Like, here's this woman. She knows who she is. And she's not going to apologize for it. She doesn't care whether she's bisexual, heterosexual, (laughs) unisexual, whatever. It's about knowing who you are and not apologizing for it. Well, and, you know, let's talk about this for women, because we spend a lot of time saying, I'm sorry. I mean, we say, I'm sorry, if we trip, fall off the bus, somebody catches us, and when we apologize for it. Oh, Uh, we do. I've started finding my girlfriends, when they say it, they have to give me a dollar. Every is time that right? Say, I'm sorry, you have to give me a right? dollar. Well, that's a good one. And it works. I mean, it's actually it's changed some of my friends' behaviors. I'm like, you don't have to say you're sorry. There's nothing to be sorry about. Mm-hmm. But- so. Um, what is, well, tell me what loving yourself is not. I mean, the book that we're talking about, for those of you just tuning in, Christine has joining us here today. Christine Arilo is joining us here today. Choosing Me Before We. It's a new book, and it's about um, daring women to put their most important relationship first, which is, of course, themselves. And I wanted to ask you, I mean, how do we know what love is not? How do we know what love is not as far as like lo- not loving ourselves? Yes. Well, I mean, it, you can tell by the way that it makes you feel about yourself. One of the one of the ways in which we don't love ourselves a lot as women is what I what I um, call the poison apple of comparison. So every time you compare yourself to yourself to somebody else wow. who you think you should be, it's literally like biting a poison apple. And if you can catch yourself while you're actually doing it and you feel it in your body, you will feel how bad it's making you feel. And the more you compare, the more you bite the apple, the worse you feel. So I tell women to go on a comparison diet. Literally, stop, like any other diet, stop comparing yourself. And create new habits. So instead of comparing yourself, at the minute some kind of comparison comes out of your mouth, stop and say something really great about yourself. Love who you are right now in this moment. And that's part of loving yourself. This is a hard one for me. I struggle with this one all the time. I have to love myself for who I am today, right now. Not who I think I could be in the future, but who I am right now. And, you know, it's interesting because I received an email prior to the show about about this. And and one of the things that um, that they were emailing me is they said, you know, look, it, I, I get this. But I don't I don't know 
if my family will allow me to put me before we. You know what I'm saying? This is a tough nut. You, you know, for some people. And the woman went on to say, she said, you know, ask your guest. Ask your guest. She says, some days I don't feel like cooking dinner. I don't feel like doing the dishes. I don't feel like it. And, you know, and I don't feel like catering. And, I mean, this is sounding like a woman that is at the end of her rope. Mm-hmm. And she said, but my family won't allow me to be me. That is such an important point because now you have to put your foot down, so to speak, Christine, and you have to say, you know what? I'm going to change a few things. How the heck do we do that? Well, it's true. You know, Dr. Pat, we, we tell people how to treat us. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Part of what's loving yourself business is there's some hard truth that we have to swallow that we do some of this to ourselves. And that's partly part of the hardest problem of this. But as women, because we are really good at giving and giving and giving, and we've been told to give and give and give, we create these situations for ourselves. So what you just said, the word that you used that, like, struck my nerve was allow. No one, no one can allow you to do anything. If you need something, you have to say, I'm willing to take care of myself, and then ask for help. Ask for what you need. Do not think that people are mind readers. I think as women, a lot of times, we think people have to read our minds. And if they don't, whether they're our husbands or our kids or our parents, that they'll know that we need something. No, you have to ask for it. You have to teach people how you want to be treated. So one of the things that I love about what you do, and I want to take a minute here before we go to break, is I want to give out your website because you've got a lot of ways for women to participate. You know, you've got blogs, you've got podcasts. I love your website. I love that picture of that woman. That looks like my mom. Standing Which one? There, the blonde on the page there with the hands up in the air. <laughs> That's very cool. Uh, and you've got lots going on. So the website I have is daretoliveyou.com. DareToLiveYou.com. Is that right? Yeah, DareToLiveYou.com. You can also get to it from Let'sGirlTalk.com. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Hey, everybody, inspiring, real, sassy, and soulful conversations with my special guest today. We'd like to give you a copy of the book. Give us a shout. Toll-free, 1-800-930-2819. Or you could call us locally at 425 373 5527. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Christine about the biggest lies women tell themselves about relationships. The biggest lies, but the biggest lies in general we tell ourselves. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are you living your life to the max? Is there anything you would like to change about how you feel or what you're experiencing? You can have anything you want, and empowerment psychic Linda Dickinson can show you the way. Living your life to the max is more than a catchphrase. It's what we intended when we came into this life. Empowerment psychic medium Linda Dickinson online at InMyFuture.com. For private sessions, call 800-206-9096. Live your life to the max. Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Terry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on The Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Terry can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's The Carrie O'Connor Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern 
on the Dr. Pat Show. Join Mystic Radio with Robin Alexis on Sundays at noon as metaphysical mother and TV personality Robin Alexis helps countless people around the globe to live fuller and more conscious lives. She serves you using her gifts as a medium, medical intuitive, past life reader, and more. Get your free on-air readings with Robin Alexis every Sunday at noon. And now hear rebroadcasts of Mystic Radio Wednesdays at 1 p.m. and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Have you been longing to reconnect with nature? Yellow Bear Journeys is an eco-tour company that designs and guides tours in the Pacific Northwest and Hawaii with a unique focus of restoring the hope, strength, and joy of each traveler and bringing clarity to their next step in life. Journeys are designed to reconnect you with nature in gentle ways that allow enjoyment without overwhelm. Call 360-918-8121 or visit yellowbearjourneys.com. Lewis and Clark would be proud. We're exploring new territory on the air every day right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. You said you'd give to me soon as you Come on, Benny, we can do this. Come on, Benny, we can do it. Come on, Christine. This all Come you on, on this Christine. one. Come on, Christine, here we go. You told me that you uh. didn't love him. <laughs> oh, next you're going to play. You know, what you, I, you know what I think you're getting ready to play? What is that? Unbreak my heart. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to get everybody Tony crying Braxton? in here. Yeah. Tony Braxton, unbreak my heart, everybody. I know it's coming up. Either that or it's too late to apologize. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat. How is it I know all of the sad songs? Well, I've got a history around that, and I'm not going to share that today. Because I've got, t- <laughs> I've got Christine Arilo joining me. She can talk about her relationship. But, you know, think about it. Break up the relationship. Yeah. So do you have, like, a favorite, Christine? Do you have a favorite sort of sad song? I have um, outlawed all sad codependent songs. I just, <laughs> oh I, no! Then I got to give up country music. No. Yeah, yeah. My dog died. My life, my life. They don't make me feel good. No, I've traded them all in for positive, uplifting. India Ari is my favorite recording artist because oh. she's all about self love, and she actually has some sad songs on some of her CDs. Um, but they're not codependent. They're really like interdependent me before we songs. So every one of her songs I love. And Benny, of course, could pull up Pink, Stupid Girls. We could play that. But, then, you know, that's even kind of a crazy song. But, you know, what's interesting is we so relate, loving ourselves, loving another. Why is it, Christine, and we're going to talk about a lot. We've got a lot to talk about. Why is it we, we can relate to some of these sad songs about love that doesn't happen uh, for others, for relationships, but we don't have a me song? Do you know what I mean? I think we, we, you and I, we need to start a me song. <laughs> well, India Ari has a great one already. It's called Private Party. And she has another <laughs> one called Choose, um, Choosing Me. And it's all about, like, I'm myself. I'm choosing me. I don't care what you have to say. And I love myself. <laughs> That's a good I one. I think we should leave it, Dr. Pet, to the professionals. You don't want me singing. <laughs> no, no. And gosh, you don't want me singing. Last time somebody asked me a song I related to, it was a bunch of years back. And it was Alanis, Alanis Morissette's Uninvited. Mm. And and I thought, wow, doesn't that speak for where my life is right now? 
Jeez. But here you are, and we're talking about, you know, we're talking about your book. We're talking about choosing me before we. And, you know, even though we're having some fun with this, this is really important for women. This is real. This is life changing. And that's why, you know, it's, I was so eager to talk with you today. I mean, we are really good at telling ourselves stories, telling ourselves lies. And those lies then become our life. Mm-hmm. You know, can we talk about that for a minute? You know, and, and, and also, there are certain things in relationship with other people. And I think we're talking about other people because... Don't we in some in some way have to kind of put the whole relationship with another in a different category before we can talk about the relationship with us, or am I off track? No, I think you do. I mean, the thing is you have to know what your relationship is with yourself, and you have to know what you want out of your life regardless of who you're in a relationship with. And then it's how we end up telling ourselves a lot of the lies that we do because we're, we're too afraid to tell us the, uh, ourselves the truth because that might mean that we actually either have to leave the relationship or we have to do some drastic changing. So we, the lies help us stay, you know, away from actually having to make the changes that are going to give us the happiness we're looking for. Mm. And so what is it that you can say to all of us that we tell ourselves? What are the, what are the untruths? What are the lies that well, we tell ourselves? There, unfortunately, there's, there's, there's many, but, um, <laughs> and you're talking to the former queen of illusion. I mean, I, I used these lies for 14 years and six months to, you know, keep going through my life. And I think one of the biggest ones is, the lie is, I can change him, he will change for me. As if, you know, he loves me so much that he will change this for me. Or if we get married, things will change. And that is such a lie, and it keeps so many people trapped in the wrong relationship. Because the truth is, is that no one changes for anyone else but themselves. Because removing the crust in your language, Dr. Pat, yeah. is hard business. I mean, it hurts to tear the crust off. Well, and you know, and part of this is, it, you know, and, and there's something I learned a while ago, and it's about pain, so to speak. And, you know, when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change, we'll make a move. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If if I, it is too painful to stay the way I am, I'm not really getting what I want in life. And it's time for me to flip something up here. And so when you talk with people and you talk with people on your website, you know, you have girl talk, talk, you have events, you do radio shows, you've been on television. You know, what are women saying is their greatest hurdle? What are they saying is like, you know, that is like a 50-foot hurdle for me to get over? Well, I think part of it is, is that they, a lot of women don't believe that the relationship that they really want is out there. Oh, I bet that gets worse as you get older. Well, that's what they say. Oh, you know? that was a crusty thought. That was, and I said, I said, ladies, all you need is one. And first of all, all you need is two. One, the one that starts with yourself. And then you just need one other person to create that relationship. And the problem is, is that most women, they don't know what they want, really. Not really what they want from their heart and their soul. Not the portfolio, not the packaging, not the laundry list of 25 things that no one could ever measure up to. But what you want in your heart and your soul. And if you believe that, you know, there's not a great partner out there for you, you're not going to get a great partner. And if you settle for less, which is what a lot of the women that I've coached, a lot of my friends, you know, they would say to me, Christine, we don't understand. You met this great guy. You're married. You're happy. And I said, you know, I chose not to settle. 
and you keep dating, you know, jerk number 2.0 and jerk number 3.0. And until you can love yourself and say, I'm not going to settle for less, and you believe that what you want is out there, and you're willing to show up in a relationship and give the same thing that you expect back, you're not going to get it. Well, isn't that true? Like, if you really face those things in general, it isn't about relationships, just relationships. I mean, don't we really bust away all of this other stuff that holds us back from juicy friendships, from great jobs, from prosperity, from perfect health, from losing weight, whatever that is you want to do? Yeah, I mean, we create our own realities, right? Like attracts like. So relationship, career, whatever, it, it all starts with you. And that's the great thing about it, right? You ha- we have total control over our lives in many ways. We don't have to be victims. And I meet a lot of women, and I've had a lot of friends, and I've coached a lot of people who have chosen to be victims for their circumstances. And you cannot be a victim and have the relationship, the love, and the life you want. There's a section in the book, and I've got it here, uh, and, and I want to just tell everybody, I'm here, I've, if you haven't heard this before, we actually have another book to give away. Uh, I have Christine Arilo joining me here today. The book is Choosing Me Before We, and I want to tell you, it is jam-packed. It is, it is not a giant book, so you'll be able to get it through quickly, get through it quickly. But let me tell you, there are me reflections that you need to take some time with when you go through the book and there are stories in here and there are other things and one of the things that I kind of got stopped like in the middle of a book of the book somewhere was uh, my gremlins confronting the gremlins yes those nasty little creatures inside of there that say things to us that we think that make us think that it's true and they're totally not true that's our fear talking to Mm -hmm. us Mm-hmm. And, you know, what is it from your perspective, Christine, when we talk about the gremlins? Because mm-hmm. I think you invite us to do a number of things in the book. You know, you, you ask us to recall them, but then you ask us to meet meet the, your group of gremlin, gremlins. And that is the thing we don't like to do because we're, you know, I mean, look, it's almost like we're looking at the shadow side of who we are, who really, it's on some days, is running the ship. How do we take the ship back? And it's exactly like you're saying. Gremlins, when our fears and our gremlins are controlling us, they are running our lives. And we have to be the ones that you know, say, no, I'm in charge here. And we're always going to have gremlins. And gremlins are those voices that, you know, say, like, well, you know, take what you have and be happy. You don't deserve anything better. Anything that, you know, is basically not loving towards yourself. And I think the power in actually looking at it, and it is the shadow side of us, is that if you look at it, you can actually look at it and love yourself through it versus ignoring it and throwing it into the closet where it just gets more power. So when you hear something like, you know you know what, all the good men are taken anyway, you know, you might as well just settle for this guy. If you look at that gremlin, and I used to look at mine. I remember that movie, Dr. Pat, the gremlin movie with the guys oh. with the big fangs oh, and yeah. the jewel. Yeah. I started personifying my gremlin. So when they would show up, I would see these really big, nasty, ugly <laughs> green things. <laughs> and I would just send love to them. And I would just love them, and I would turn them into little, I would go, angel poof. And they would turn into these little white things. And I would be like, no, I deserve somebody really great. Mm-hmm. And I'd say the opposite of what they were saying. And when I couldn't get through it, when it was too hard, they were stronger than me, I'd pick up the phone and I'd do a lifeline and mm. I'd call a girlfriend 
I love that. I have a best friend and I call her all the time. And, you know, I wanted to ask you a question because, you know, part of this conversation is choosing me before we. I've had a number of people on the show recently that have basically given us the bottom line. Of course, Susie Orman talks about this a lot, but has given have have given me the bottom line that, you know what? Women are really struggling financially and stepping into their financial power, even the women that are making the money. And, you know, and and of course, they point to what women should know, what not know. But isn't there a bigger conversation about women and money? And we'll talk with Christine about it when we come back. I believe we do have one book left. If you give us a call, Benny, will just take your information. 1-800-930-2819. Hey, let's all do the gremlin exercise together. 1-800-930-2819. We'll give you a copy of the book. And we'll be right back with Christine. Is there an issue with the relationship between women and money? Or is that a lie? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Scott Lynch from Valley Chiropractic Wellness Center. Listen up. Do you work in front of a computer more than one hour per day? Research shows that poor posture while working in front of the computer can cause the stress response leading to physical and emotional compromise. So don't forget, every hour, recheck your posture and take in six deep breaths. This will help you maintain peak health. For more healthy living tips, visit us at vcwc.net. Once again, vcwc.net. Hi, this is Glenn Brooks from the Vibrant Living Radio Network. From terminal normalities to abundant reality, how do we craft and design more abundance in our lives? And how do we allow for more possibilities? Join me and my international team of contributors. Please join me in this exploration and become part of the Vibrant Living family, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., right here on Seattle's Alternative Talk, AM 1150. KKNW. Your life's precious and giant. Find the tools and resources and discover a new way of accessing those. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick, and I want to help you become financially free. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com, and you'll find my book that just became a bestseller, Passing Up Susie Orman and Rich Dad Poor Dad. And when you buy my book today, you're going to get four ebooks, all for the price of one. Plus, I'm going to throw in six CD downloads absolutely free when you buy my book today. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com. Secretsofthemillionaireinside.com. Are you ready for balance and wellness? Daisy Thompson at Northwest Healing Studio is a nationally known energy intuitive and Reiki master. By repatterning your energy structure, Daisy can help you make the changes you need to start attracting the life you want to experience. If you live with depression, anxiety, illness, pain, or stress, call Daisy at 206-550-8469 and begin to realize your true path in life. Visit NorthwestHealingStudio.com. Forget their space and come check out our space on the web, 1150kknw.com, and find out about Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. just a bunch of mush but you know some days don't you just feel like getting all down and mushy benny 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't? Ah, there we go. Christine mm. Arilo joining me here today. Wow. And wow, thank you, Christine, for joining us. Choosing me before we, Every Woman's Guide to Life and Love. Thank you so much for joining us here today on the show. You know, before the break, I made a comment about women and money. I have interviewed more people, not just recently, but peer, the phones are still ringing for the books. Uh, more people recently uh, and, about issues around women and money. All of a sudden now, maybe it's the economy. Everybody's writing around issues that women have with money. And I want to ask you about that because I know you do address that. And I wanted to get your take on that. Well, you know, I haven't met a person that doesn't have issues with money. Period. (laughs) Period. (laughs) You find one of those people for me, and I want to talk to them. And, you know, I think our whole society has issues with money. And I think, you know, when it comes to women, we had a great talk about this on our um, on one of my podcasts recently about what it is that we're not talking about as women. Because I think a lot of our problems with anything, money, relationships, et cetera, stems from the fact that we're not sharing information with each other. We're not talking about what's real with each other. And I think about, we talk, I talked about my own girlfriends. Like, I have girlfriends that I am very honest with about money. We talk about how much we make. We talk about how much we are not making. We talk about it. We're very honest that we can really show up and be wherever we're at. And then I have a lot of girlfriends that that would never happen. And so I often wonder, what is it that stops us from being honest with ourselves about money? And what stops us from being honest with our closest friends about money? So what really does? Well, I think there's a lot of stigmatisms and, or not, those are eyes, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of, you know, just beliefs that, oh, you're not supposed to talk about money and, you know, never tell anyone how much money you make. Well, why not? Why not? What is so taboo about actually talking about how much money you have, how much money you make in a way then which you're actually help, trying to help each other create your best lives? So I think there's a lot of taboos that we've been told as women, you know, don't talk about how much money you make, don't brag, don't be prideful. Save for a rainy day. You know, a lot of these beliefs cross, like you would say. Money is the root of all evil. And a lot of these beliefs that we believe to be true that actually stop us from being able to be honest with ourselves and with our girlfriends about money in our lives. Isn't another part of this for women, though, uh, you know what? I don't know that I can make it without my man or my partner. And it's not just men. I mean, there are people in same-sex uh, couples as well. And it's like, yo, well, I can't. I don't think I can make it. I mean, do we stay in relationships from, you know, because of the financial aspect of the deal? All the time. Ew. All the time. And I have to tell you, Dr. Pat, even though the economy is, you know, in the tanker right now, there is never a good time monetarily to leave a relationship. You will always find a reason to stay in a relationship for, for money. But you, there, are all, there are always creative solutions. And you have to ask yourself, is, it, is this dollar amount, is this, is this really why I'm staying? And oftentimes it's not. You know, when my relationship ended, we owned a house together, we owned a business together, we owned cars together, and I picked my butt up out of that house and I moved into my girlfriend's studio apartment and slept next to her on an air mattress and had, you know, a quarter of my closet and everything else I left behind. Because I knew in order to get through that relationship and to start to let it go, I could not be sleeping in the same house as him. Yeah, well, I totally get that. I've had to do the same thing. I mean, where you, you say, okay, the relationship is over, and you think, oh, my God, I cannot stay here not one more day. 
I've got to find another place to stay. And boy, as women, we can kick our resourcefulness into gear, can't we? Oh, absolutely. You know, there's there's always somewhere to go. There's, you know, I've moved back in with my parents before. And the thing is, this goes back to choosing me before Mm. we. And I've had women say to me, well, you know, I have the kids and I have this and I have that. And it's just easier. Well, yeah, it is easier in a lot of different ways financially to be together. But that's a business contract. It's yeah. not a marriage, it's not a partnership, and it's not what you really want. My dad actually gave me money not to move back home. <laughs> 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 My dad was like, uh, nope, you're not doing that, but here, let me give you some money to get yourself started. Absolutely. And, I have, yeah. I've had friends whose parents, you know, paid for their divorce and paid off, you know, paid their mortgage for several months while they were going through a divorce just so that they would, you know, be able to leave their husband or whatever the case may be. And I guess the point I'm making is that, you know, I, I didn't have anyone paying my mortgage for me when I left, but I figured it out. And I think that's the thing as women, you said, Dr. Pat, we're resourceful. Don't, don't lie to yourself and say, I'm staying for the money. There are some things that you have to kind of put into place and make some agreements and deal with the money, but you don't ever have to stay because of the money. And, you know, that leads me kind of the, to the wrap-up of, of our conversation. I, you know, you and I could probably you and I could probably do a radio show together. But the deal is, the bottom line is, we're looking at happiness here. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, we, we're looking at getting to that, what I like to call that sweet spot in our hearts, where we are, like, so juicy happy. And yet, how do we do that if we're so dependent upon everything else? Where do we, where does me and happiness hook up and give each other a big kiss? You're exactly right. If you are dependent on your out, things outside of yourself, you're never going to be happy. So if you think a relationship makes you happy, if you think a job makes you happy, if you think a house makes you happy, if you think the designer clothes make you happy, that's not where it comes from. And you have to find the things inside of you. You have to know yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to create a relationship with yourself to find out what it is that really does make you happy. On on Girl Talk um, last month, we actually did what we call the $25 seven-day challenge, happiness challenge. For seven days, you could only spend $25. Not $25 a day, but $25 for the entire week as a way to figure out what really made you happy. And I learned that I'm an instant gratification nut. (laughs) <laughs> like, ooh, cupcake, lipstick, you know? <laughs> and I, this whole week, I couldn't, I, I couldn't buy the things that I normally would have just bought, you know, out of habit for that instant gratification kick of happiness. And what I learned is that, is that I have a lot of things that I do on a moment-by-moment basis that I think are going to make me happy that aren't really making me happy at all. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you know, here you are, look at you. I, I do, like, energy stuff. I really know when I'm in the what we call the vibe of thrive. V-I-B-E, vibe of thrive. And, you know, you, there's a vibration to thriving. Okay, Christine? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm listening to you. And here's my question, because all of the listeners have heard me talk about this before. And I'm going to be starting to talk about crust busting again. You know, do we have to continue to get ourselves down to the bottom of the pit, the dark night of the soul, the grim reaper before we can have happiness? Is that a story we tell ourselves or is there some, what do I want to say? Is there some inspiration that comes from being down and out in Seattle? You know, I, I, a, a, one of, a great healer once said to me, Christine, he said, this is, life is a series of contractions and a series of expansions. 
And, you know, I've been on the spiritual personal path for eight years, and I've had many dark nights of the soul, and I've had many minutes of dark nights of the soul, dark minutes of the soul. And then I, what I found out is that it isn't that I ever stopped going to my shadow. It isn't that, you know, some days, three days ago, I woke up, and I was totally depressed, and I didn't even really know why. But I was depressed for two hours instead of two weeks. And so I think that the idea that you're going to be happy, happy, like the emotion happy every day is a misnomer. That you have joy in your heart and that you can find that joy, that center, faster and faster and faster throughout your life. I think that's the real goal. So when we take a look at the juiciness, and juicy is like one of my favorite words these days, there's something about the word juicy that just totally excites me in a lot of different ways. You know, I think about... I think about a lot of different things, but, you know, for me, there's a certain bliss we can have, and it doesn't have to depend on the economy. You know, we were one of the first shows, I think, in January that set the intention that we would not have this, 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 whatever we're in, recession, depression, whatever it is, that in March we were going to hear some great news. Now, today... We have coming out there that I guess it's Bernicke said comes out and says things are going to pick up by the end of the year. What if we were to hold that level of intention for everything we want in our lives? I think we would actually create the lives that we really want, and that's where it goes back to that juicy. Pe- you got to be able to find the juicy in you. So even <laughs> when you're feeling like you're in the self love dumpster, you got to be able to find the juicy. And sometimes, you know what, Doctor Pat, we can't find it on our own. And that's why I think the help piece is so important to ask for help. So have lifelines, have girlfriends, have spiritual centers, have books, have mentors, have people, have great partners so that you have someone that can help you climb out of the self-love dumpster when you're not feeling the juiciness. I love that. And some days you have to use your 50-50 and ask the audience. (laughs) Some days you do. (laughs) Thank you, Christine. Let's give out your website one more time. And I want to thank you for giving away copies of the book. I want to thank everybody for calling in. But let's let's make sure people can connect with you on your website because I think we all need to we need to have somebody we could have a little girl talk with. Absolutely. Well, you can find me at www.letsgirltalk.com or you can also go to mebeforewe.com. Do you have a Twitter account? I do have a Twitter account. I am on Facebook as well. And um, I also have uh, a madlyinlovewithme.com. You can actually go onto that website. It's a site all about self-love. And there's a free self-love starter kit that you can actually download. I love this. Thank you so much for joining us here today. What a great show, everybody. Christine Arilo has joined me here today. The book is Choosing Me Before We. It is so important to do every woman's guide to life and love. Christine, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's been great to be on. All right, everybody. I don't know. I had to give up some of my sad songs. Let me think about that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.